You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. All right, what's up, everybody? This is the first uh, Twitter space, uh, the Wolfish or Weekly Wolfish Review what i'm calling it right now it's a working title but essentially what this is is a uh something we're going to be doing every week um now for this week we're hosting it on wednesday uh, but moving forward it's going to be fridays at 1 p.m eastern time um something that you know you can just look forward to it's easy to remember and it'll be you know, and I like having it at the end of the week because it, it'll be a time where we can kind of look back from the week and and recap. You know what's happened inside the den, and and, and not just Wolf Den, but Guardian Academy, some of the partners of Wolf Den, uh, and really kind of casting a wide net on the ecosystem to to bring a lot of those updates to people to to give you a central point to to be able to stay you know up to date on all the things that are happening. So. The way this is going to work, and we're, 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 we are adding some structure to this space just to keep it flowing and um, easy for people to follow, is there's essentially going to be three segments. The first segment is going to be news and updates, uh, and this is just like the highlights from the week. So we'll go through, Dwayne and I are going to kind of go through and, and do a little bit of a rapid fire on you know some of the highlights of the week so people can, you know, if you just want to get that, you can just come to this section and you know, of the of, or a segment of the of the space of the recording and, and get your updates for the week, and then the next um, the next segment is going to be called it's called member spotlights. So this is going to be this is a little bit different. If if anybody's listened to the podcast, uh, we we do spotlight members like we bring people on for interviews, and um, the difference between what these spotlights are versus the actual interviews is that um, the spotlights are a little bit more focused. And there's not like, it's not so much like a lot of dialogue here. It's more, Hey, we want to give somebody the stage for, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so, uh, just to kind of talk about what they're doing uh, in the, in the real world and in online as well, or in web three. And we just want to spotlight you. And if you've got something that you want to contribute as something that you're doing, you know, you want to get a message out, we can kind of bring you up for a spotlight. Now for this particular, um, uh, segment or I guess, uh, episode for, for the Wolfish weekly review, we have actually two spotlights. The first one's going to be the, uh, inventors NFT. And then we're also going to spotlight NFT merch. We got Mick Foreman as well. So John Codd's going to be coming up. And in fact, I think that's him right there. I'm going to go ahead and bring him up from the, uh, um, from the stage. Uh, and John, I'd sent you a, a message or a request for you to come up on stage. Um, just hold off for a second. We're going to finish up our news and updates and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call to, to come on for your spotlight. And then once you're done, we'll go ahead and move on to make foreman. So, um, but yeah, so that's, uh, so that's the format. And then the last, the last segment's going to be a, uh, just a jam session, you know, people who have, 
questions or suggestions or want to make a contribution. Maybe you've got a case in point, something that you've learned, you know, from the Guardian Academy um, that you might want to share. We just kind of want to make this that kind of like more of an open forum for people to to be able to to come and share. So that's the that's the structure. That's the model we're going to run with. Um, as always, we are open, receptive to the most efficient path forward. And as right now, that's the path that we're, we're going to be taking moving forward. So with that said, uh, my uh, lovely co-host here, Dwayne, is going, him and I are going to go ahead and kick off this news and update segment and uh, get this thing started. So um, I'll go ahead and start off because we, Dwayne and I, we've already kind of talked about this. There's a couple things that we want to cover for the news and updates. Uh, the first one is uh, last night we had... Uh, an epic Twitter space um, celebrating the Wolf Pup NFTs from Wolf Den hitting or surpassing now the 4,000 mint uh, for the Wolf Pup NFT collection, which is a big milestone. We were able to have a call last night and really just unpack a little bit about what that entails and what that means for the community and for the project. Uh, there was a couple highlights from that that I just want to point out. And, uh, and we'll also get maybe, uh, Dwayne, if you could find that space, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you're not, you're, if you, if you want to try to pin it up to the top, um, I think there might be something, uh, somewhere on our profile. Anyway, if you can get that space pinned up to the top for anybody who wants to go catch replay, I'm not going to repeat a ton of stuff here. There was a lot that was, that was discussed last night. It was a great conversation, but some of the highlights uh, that we did cover is obviously we talked about the, 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 the fact that the mint has surpassed 4,000. And what that did, it was it unlocked a secret bunker. There's a treasure hunt going on. If you're not in the Wolfden discord, you want to get over there because there's a lot of discussion around this treasure hunt. People are collaborating, trying to crack codes, figure out how to get, you know, through to the next step. Broven's dropping hints. There's all kinds of fun going on with this treasure high. And I'm not sure what the prize is, but apparently there's a, there's a sweet treasure uh, at the end of this. So I encourage anybody who wants to participate to go check that out in the discord. Uh, the other thing going on with the wolf then is you can now name your wolf pups. They have a naming registry. So you can go in and uh, name your wolf pups, create stories. And this is all going to tie into the, uh, to the metaverse that's being built. There was a video that we're trying to get a hundred retweets on um, by real, I think it's real mind studios that shows this really cool 3d, you know, just metaverse environment with these 3d wolf pups. So they've got all kinds of cool stuff going on in a wolf. Then now that we've per surpassed this 4,000 mint, it's opening up new doors. Um, the next thing is, uh, we've got councils. So there is an actual, Wolfden councils that they're going to have um, different opportunities for people who want to step up in a leadership position and and serve for the community. Uh, that's now available to you. I encourage anybody who, who wants to take that step to take that step, because when you actually step into a leadership position, it, it changes your relationship with the community and the people and the project and for yourself, too. It's it's uh, it's something I highly encourage. And uh, what was the other thing for the wolf? I think that's it for Wolf Den. It was the councils. Um, you know, we surpassed the 4,000 men. We've got the naming registry and, um, and yeah, so that's Wolf Den. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Dwayne. Dwayne's going to talk about some stuff that's happening over in the Guardian Academy. And, uh, we will have one more update after that, and then we'll move forward with our spotlights. So Dwayne, what you got for us? 
Yeah, that uh, Twitter space last night pretty much summed up what was happening in the Wolf Den. So it uh, goes into way more detail. If you want more information on my treasure hunt and all that stuff, um, go check that one out. Um, as far as the TGA, um, so they've got, they released their councils as well. The more live to learn and give to earn part. Um, so the I think it closes today, actually, um, to get your application in. And, you know, one thing I want to just highlight is it's it's playing your game, right? Like um, when I read the list of the councils the first time, there was a lot of spots where I was like, oh, yeah, that would be cool to get in. But, you know, you got to remember your bandwidth and all that stuff. So, um but participation in this community and the collective momentum is what is going to be so cool going forward. This next month is going to be really neat to see all these people step up as we just finished a space with uh, Nick Doc before this, um, talking about open loops, which was very cool. And I think that'll even come out on the podcast later too. So um, yeah, just a lot of things happening in the, in the ecosystem. Uh, TGA is always releasing education, so they just updated their safety security doc. Um, I'll maybe get that pinned as well. You know, in the ecosystem that we're in, safety and security is uh, is at the forefront. You got to protect yourself in this environment. So always be learning that avenue of safety and security. Um, oh, and one other thing that just popped up in the TGA is a live call with Dr. Dr. Jeff Spencer today. Um, I think it's going to be pretty quick right after this Twitter space, actually. He's going to come share with, I think it's Guardians, Wolf Pup Holders, um, inside like the amphitheater in the um, Wolf Dan Discord. And for Guardians and Wolfpack leaders, there'll be a live Q&A at the end, which is awesome. So, yeah, if you can, if you've got a chance to go listen to Dr. Jeff, it's always such an amazing experience hearing him talk. So other than that, um, I think that's about it inside the ecosystem. Yeah, um, it's uh, the only the only other thing I want to just point out is uh, Recovery Punks is also uh, opening up for council positions. So between Recovery Punks, Guardian Academy uh, and Wolfden, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunities for people to to step up and uh, and into leadership positions. Now, I will say and I have to confirm this, but I'm I'm almost positive that for uh, Guardian Academy specifically, um, I think the council positions are um, exclusive right now for just guardians. If I if I'm I could be incorrect with that. So don't quote me on it. But I, I you, um, you might want to just check that if you, if you are interested in serving on a council for Guardian Academy. I do believe that's exclusive for Guardians. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, and also all, all I, more. Uh, it's all more of a reason to get those uh, bronze guard, silver guards farming on your way up. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and also for the space that we had with Nick doc, uh, and I, and I was speaking with Nick a little bit earlier today, cause we, we, we didn't record that one. It was a great space on open loop learning and, and, uh, double loop learning, um, even helped me personally figure out some ways to, to handle, to work with my kids on, on, with them on education. So it was a really great space. Uh, we are going to be taking that recording and we're going to actually be publishing that to the guardian Academy podcast. That's another thing to uh guardian academy we have um we're helping them kind of get their get a podcast version of all that content out as well just to give people another option for uh for the content you know some people like video some people like to read um but for the people that l- 
like to listen, um, kind of grab, grab and go, grab your earbuds and go type, type, uh, method of, of consuming content. You will have that with guardian Academy. So we're going to be putting that Twitter space over there because there is the foundations one content on open loops that Nick published that ties in really well with that. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say, uh, is, is also recovery punks, um, had a, had a Twitter space, uh, really trying to form, you know, different events and, and places and spaces for connection to really give people who, um, who need that support, whether they're dealing with addiction and they're looking for support, or maybe they have a loved one that's dealing with addiction. So, uh, so I'm really excited to see that happening with recovery punks. And, uh, with that said, I think that wraps it up. That's our news and updates for the week. Um, if somebody, if there's something that we might have missed, um, and somebody's listening in the audience are going, ah, oh, Jake and Joanne forgot to mention that, that thing that is really big and important. Uh, please keep that in mind and save that for the jam session at the end, because if, uh, if there's something you want to update, uh, the community on, as long as it's public knowledge, you know, definitely come up and share on the jam session at the end. Uh, but with that said, Hey, look right on time. I told John two fifteen is when we would be ready for him. And it is exactly 2.15 right now. So this is a perfect intro to bring uh, John Codd up. John, I'm going to give you the spotlight, buddy, and uh, tell us we got the Generation 2 Mint for yes. inventors. And uh, yes, give, us, give us the details. What's going on? Uh, so first of all, I just really appreciate both of you uh, for just everything that you do for just the Web3 space in general. Obviously, we all have uh, our, our equities in the different communities for which we are are part of. And I just want to say you guys are you guys are absolutely crushing it. I know that how much work you guys put into this. And so uh, just from the bottom of my heart, just, uh, I just want to say thank you and continue just to do awesome, awesome work. Uh, like I know that you guys will um, uh, just, you know, the, the good folks at Inventors NFT, we've got a, a hard team working behind us like on a macro level. We just continue uh, to, to, to just support, uh, our parent project, which is tech tree who built those portals. We built the one for the good, uh, for the guardian Academy. And we have our own, uh, it's, it's similar, but different information. We have a different kind of, uh, the way that we kind of approach it, but we continue just to keep cranking out, uh, content. I know we have a, uh, a DeFi pack that's about to drop by the 15th of December. It's non yield farming or staking. It's more of the other intricacies associated with, uh, with, with the DeFi space. But, um, we're just, we're just excited about that. We're, we're obviously you, you kind of, you kind of uh, teed up for us. The fact that we are, we did open up a, a, gen a generation two mint. Um, it's kind of a, just, it was like a soft rollout. We weren't doing a ton of marketing, still aren't going to just because we just, we know what we are and we know who we are and what we have. Um, you know, but at the same time, we want to provide other people an opportunity to be able to, you know, support our, our ecosystem that we're, that we're trying to build because obviously we know projects, uh, they take, they take capital to, to move forward. So that's one piece of it. But the other piece of that with regards to our generation two mint is that there wasn't a lot of, uh, of, of inventory of our generation ones on the floor of open sea. So out of our collection of 1111 at any given time, there was maybe 1%. And so part of a really cool intricacy of our, of our project at inventors NFT is we have this thing called a money tree where we literally leverage the power of DeFi and responsible farming to uh, provide a, a, a giveaway system uh, 
every month for our holders. And, and that's all predicated off of our yield farm and the yield that we produce from that. And uh, when we did our first mint of 1111, we took 25% of that and dropped it right into the farm. We farm uh, primarily with the night uh, uh, night swap e- uh, ecosystem. We have some farms elsewhere, but most of it is there, which we're really, really proud of because we love supporting what's going on just within that ecosystem, which is amazing. Um, but you know, we also want to grow that pot up to, to, to continue to, to have uh, bigger payouts. And, you know, in the eight months that we've done it, we've, we've, uh, there's been 70 winners and we've given away over, you know, $24,000 worth of crypto and NFT and a, and a few one-on-one sessions with some experts at, in, in their respective fields, which is, which is, uh, which is, I mean, to me, I think that's priceless, but, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, so the other, the other piece of, of launching the gen two is to, is 25% of that mint goes into the money tree as well. Uh, and so that's just a hard line stop. That's, that's uh, gross revenue. Uh, that's not after all of the bills are paid. That's before the bills are paid because that's one of our most important one. And uh, we're really trying to promote the, our, our concept of the money tree because it's a way for us to gamify how you can leverage the, the emerging market of DeFi appropriately and responsibly to, to literally print money. And I don't mean that in a, in a philosophical sense. I mean that in the literal sense. Like we take the yield, we have it, auto compound the other half, and then give the other away. I, I don't know of anything else out there that's doing that. Uh, we're doing it above board. We're making sure that we're, we're, we're primed for the space when the regulators come in. We we're going to be on the front end of that tornado, not on the back end. Uh, and so we're just excited about that. And we're also excited to grow our community. So if you're, if you're not one of our folks, that's great. You can come in, check it out. You don't need to buy an NFT to participate at all. We don't really we care, but we don't care. Right. Um, but, you know, anybody that comes into our community will 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 see instantly that we're authentic and uh, and we're just we're, we're there to have a good time. Sorry, I got a plane flying over me. Um, no, but uh, that's that's pretty much it from a from a just a kind of a macro and micro sense. Like we're um, we're looking to uh, there's some collaborations uh, that will get announced here probably in the next week or so that we're really super thrilled about. Uh, they'll be familiar names to you folks. Um, and, but uh, there's some things that just got to get worked out just to uh, make sure that, the, you know, the, the, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Uh, but again, we're just all about synergy. We're all about, you know, helping like minded communities, uh, you know, usher in people into this Web3 space safely, because that's the end of the day. If we can't keep everybody safe, um, it's going to, you know, the Wild West, as we like to call it, of, you know, DeFi blockchain crypto is going to take a little bit longer to to um, to to get to a stable place where everybody's going to want to participate in it. And so that's kind of been our main focus all along is to teach people how to do it responsibly. Um, and that, that's all. I, that's all I got. Are there any questions? Anybody? Anybody? No, that was great. Um, I I, I want to just make a few comments. First off, I have pinned a tweet up to the top. So for anybody that is uh, on the Twitter space, um, you know, go to that tweet. It, it gives you some links there to for accessing their portal, um, getting access to Discord, as well as shoot, it's kind of hidden on me now. I think it has a link there also to the uh, to the Generation Two Mint. So um, so we just want to point that out and also give some acknowledge you guys. You're first off, you've got such a deep. T- 
team of people and the amount of people that you have operating this and how everybody's in sync is really impressive. So, um, and I appreciate the kind words, by the way, you know, when you came on stage, that, that really means a lot. You know, I know I can speak for Dwayne. We really appreciate, you know, the, the acknowledgement for the hard work, but I want to extend that back to you guys. I mean, you're really doing a phenomenal job. When you go into your discord, everybody in the community is um, really in sync. It's a very positive environment and there's healthy discussion. So um, if you're. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we cultivate yeah. that. Like we have a, a people kind of get on me. They think I'm a little too harsh, but I I'm the one who prunes the the, the intolerant folks. And I do it with a swiftness. It's the, I'm the judge, jury, and the executioner. I don't play around. We don't tolerate anything. And so if you want to come there with love in your heart and peace and want to have a willingness to learn and help others, you know, learn, then we will, we will embrace everything about you. Uh, but if you want to come in there and just, you know, you know, stir hate, discontent and all that, we just don't have any tolerance for it. So, um, and then the other piece that I, I almost like, like leapfrogged over was um, since we, since we did our first generation, our core community of people has stayed extremely constant um like it, it's a it's it's a testament to not just like the nft part of the project right because that's this thing that some people like to buy sell flip whatever but like nobody's selling them for a reason and i don't need to tell you why people that come into it they'll figure it out on their own but just know that we've we've had around you know uh, we're a small community around 300 folks and it's been that way since last february and it has never changed. And there's a reason for it. And I would challenge anybody who's new to, to, the, to the concept of Inventors NFT and our parent company, uh, TechTree, just come check it out. That's it. And once you do, the green light will pop on and you'll be like, all right, I got it. This is awesome. So, Love it. That's great. Uh, one, one question for you. And Dwayne, uh, feel free to hop on if you got any questions as well. Uh, is there, I know you, you got the, uh, the generation one and then we have the generation two. Is there any um, difference in terms of uh, benefits to holders between so, holding a generation yeah. one versus a two? That's a great question. So right now, well, first of all, we have a, a major giveaway going on for the generation generation one NFT holders. So uh, there are a few on the floor of OpenSea. So if you like giveaways, I would go snatch those up because we're doing a one for one uh, uh, giveaway for the most precious NFT that we have. It's our one of one uh, Ada. She's the angel. Um, it's, uh, it's the Heaven's Gate collection. There's 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 three angels and three devils that are part of the the, the list. We're actually giving one away uh, to one of the Gen One holders. So there is one major giveaway uh, uh, a, a bonus. But like um, as far as like access to like what uh, what it unlocks within our ecosystem right now, that that holder probably won't notice a difference because we're rolling out our content about 10 or 15 courses every single month and we're starting out with more basic stuff and then getting into the more advanced stuff like level two level three level four type stuff and we have you know special names for them uh but right now there won't be a difference but when we start to unfold uh, un unload more of the level three and level four stuff there will be a difference the level of access that those generation twos get versus the generation ones will be a bit limited but we will make sure that there is an easy pathway for people to get to and above all we don't ever want to be a project where um, it's about the money and it, it's a prohibitive factor for people to be able to appropriately learn and maneuver and, and uh, in this space and then teach others in this space. And so, you know, we've 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 had in the past where somebody said, hey, look, I can't actually afford that. And we're like, come DM us. Right. Like open up a ticket. We'll figure it out. Some of our some of our most 
I don't even call it loyal. Our family members, some of our family members within our community were given an NFT because their, their financial circumstances were such that they just couldn't do it at that time. We figured it out. Uh, and so, we, again, we don't ever want that to be uh, a bar that, that has to be crossed for somebody to be able to get smart in this space. You know, at the end of the day, all we want is to be able to teach people how to leverage these emerging markets and this, these emerging technologies. And the more people that we can do that in appropriate, responsible, safe way, the better. There it is right there. <laughs> That's awesome, John. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Well, well, if anybody's interested in, in checking out um, everything that Tech Tree, the Inventors NFT collection, um, all these things these guys are doing, uh, definitely click that uh, that pin tweet up there. Head over to their Discord. Uh, you got a very supportive community, a very supportive team to kind of help guide you through to get to get onboarded. So, and if you're listening to this through the podcast, I will have um, links uh, in the show notes for anybody that wants to get connected with these guys as well. All right, let's, uh, that was great. First spotlight. Thank you for being our guinea pig, John. That was great <laughs> for the very first one. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our next spotlight, which is, uh, Mick Foreman. And I see your business partner Tanner is down there in the audience. Tanner, if you want to come up and speak as well, we're going to talk about NFT merch. So, uh, Mick, I'm going to give you the floor, man. Introduce yourself and tell us about what you're up to. Yeah. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Um, thank you for Tanner for showing up. You're a little bit late, bro, but that's okay. We love you. Um, so yeah, nft-merch.pro is our website. Uh, I noticed that there was um, just a, a space that I can fill amongst all these smart techie people. Um, I always feel like inferior, like these people are way too smart for me to be talking to. But what's something that I can do to help bridge the gap between the Web3 crypto space and uh, the real world? And Tanner and I were brainstorming one day and we're just like, you know what? We can do merch and we can do it better. So um, we just started planning it out and kind of jumped into it. And the one, one thing that we're doing that makes us a little bit different than just any other print shop somewhere. We're um, encouraging you to use your NFTs uh, to print on merchandise of your choosing. And we're also interviewing uh, you during the design process. So we can, we can put your image of any NFT onto almost anything, um, whether it be coffee cups or T-shirts or shoes. Uh, boxers and socks are our hottest item right now. So I don't know what's up with that, but we got a lot of Wolf Den members that want their uh, wolf pups on their wolf pup. I don't know. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun to uh, open up another channel of connection with the community where we can design um, something that you're going to be proud of. You get to see the design process in the works and then you get to tell us about your NFT. You can, you can shrill us any NFT project you want. Um, Wolf pups do get a 10% discount off of anything in the store. Um, so we really like to hear like, what, do you, what, do, what's your connection behind this wolf pup? What does this image actually mean to you? Uh, and what's the name of the wolf pup? Cause you know, when you name the puppy, 
chances are you're going to keep it. And that's that's what that's the service we're providing NFT communities. Um, let us help you with through merch, and that'll help create some more loyal diamond hand holders of your NFT when they put it on a T-shirt and they're bragging about it around the the Christmas table. You know. So Tanner, what else you got for us? You just you just mentioned Christmas, uh, the Christmas pajamas. That might not be a bad idea, actually. Oh, I could I could do that. I could probably do that. Let me see. Yeah, giving yeah. me fun stuff to make mock-ups of. So, and it, yeah, this like Mick said, this is born of us just kind of brainstorming and like, hey, this would be cool, and I feel like we could add value to the community and stuff. And as you said, sign babysitting my kids i'm not babysitting i'm a dad so i'm not babysitting the kids but i'm on dad duty while my wife's working um so yeah just the value that i feel like it provides like mick said to communities is if you have your the holders of your nfts make custom t-shirts of their specific nfts or whatever other merch they want that's them naming their naming the puppy they're not going to want to get rid of that nft right because they have the, the merch to flex it in the world we were lucky enough to be able to to make some custom shirts for uh, joe polish with his two crypto punks and send those over to him and stuff and so that was that was cool um so we're excited to be able to provide this to the community and Mick had the awesome idea of making it not just like, hey, you can come and do this, but making an actual experience where we get to learn and connect with people because that's really what this is all about. Right? It's about the connection and, and learning about what awesome stuff people are doing in this space. Yeah, that's that's great, man. I, I and I went on and posted uh, to uh, pinned a tweet up to the to the undies that uh, the wolf pup putting the wolf pup on the wolf pup. Right. So if, if anybody wants to check out some of the, some of the things and some of the merchandise that NFT merch is producing, um, you can just head over to their Twitter page and just scroll down the feed. And you guys also have, I know you have your website as well. So for somebody, my question for you is if somebody wants to take the steps to uh, produce their NFT on a piece of merchandise, what would be the process for them? Yeah. So there's, there's a few templates on our website. Um, right now the website's being worked on. So if you click on it right now, you won't get anywhere. <laughs> Go figure. Right. It, but that's whatever. Um, so what, what we have is uh, a number of products that you'll be able to customize yourself. Um, but then on top of that, if you wanted, uh, something else specialized customized for you like a pair of boxers um that then you would uh set up an appointment with us uh if you want an interview let us know we can we can film it we can chop it up and edit it as need be and and repurpose it to engage in your community if you like um if you don't want that that's cool too we'll just do a uh call between the, the two of us or three of us and we'll we'll design everything for you just let us know um we do have a telegram also you can jump in there and just drop an image that you want to see on something and that'll let me know that you're interested in something so i'll contact you um 
I think yeah. the best bet right now is just join join the Telegram, and uh, and then talk to us from there. Yep. Say hey, I want to order something. Let's let's do this, and we'll figure out. We'll schedule a time to take you through that process, and yeah. Yeah, make uh, make sure after this call that you uh, drop the Telegram link. Um, I don't know if I can find it on Twitter here, but we'll get that posted as well. Yeah, man, I'll drop that. Up. Yeah, that would be great. We'll we'll link all that up in the show notes as well. So anybody listening on the podcast uh, that wants to to get synced up with these guys and what they're doing with NFT merchandise. You'll be able to um, just click the link, head over to their Telegram, have some conversations. You know, we're here. We'll scream that from the mountaintops. We love connection and conversation. So you're speaking our language here. Um, Now, go ahead, Dwayne. You look like you had something you wanted to contribute. Um, Yeah, go for it. I was just going to chime in. Like if either one of the spotlight guests have anything else to say, or if not, then I don't know. I think we should maybe open this up to the crowd if they, you have any questions for either of the guests since they're both still here yeah i was getting ready to say the same thing i think this would be a good good time to kind of move into the last segment here the jam session and since we still have uh john from inventors nft and and mick and uh, tanner up here if anybody wants to come up ask them some questions uh, or, or if you have any kind of contribution you'd like to make, if you want to, um, you know, maybe share a case in point. I know that's something that, you know, we're all kind of going through some education uh, within Guardian Academy. Um, there's a lot of education out there. We're all trying to become better humans. So, um, you know, if, if you have any contributions you'd like to make, please, you know, feel free to to hit the uh, request Come on up. We'll bring you up on stage and, um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So, um, Dwayne, uh, while we're waiting, you know, for anybody that wants to come up on stage, Dwayne, do you have any, any thoughts on, um, kind of how the flow of this has gone? This is the first one. <laughs> and yeah, no, you I know how it, it is. I think it went well. And, uh, it's mainly, you know, this helps me keep track <laughs> For months now, especially as this bear market settled in, it got quiet for quite a long time. And then the team, I know specifically the Wolf Den TGA team, went went a little bit quiet and they built and they built. And then now it's all coming out. So it's a little bit of a fire hose to the face and a flood of information from all different angles. So, you know, it was kind of the reason why we started Inside the Den to you know, highlight the members, but not only the members, what's going on inside just to keep track of. So if you're new to the ecosystem, it's kind of a good place to just jump in, maybe get caught up, know where you're supposed to be looking, what you're supposed to be paying attention to, what you even want to pay attention to. I know some of the areas don't interest people like the education part or whatever, you know, like uh, it just gives you a kind of a broad overview of what's happening and where to look because there are cookie crumbs that tend to be dripped out. And if you miss them, you might be a step behind. Um, not saying that you should fall more rush, but, but it is a good idea to keep an eye on, on all these things. And as we bring in more partners and projects and, you know, there's just always so much happening. And so I'm glad we can give, open up these spaces and, and give a place for that to share. Yeah. 100% man. It's, it's, it's trying to, to pull together 
community in a way, uh, you know, when it comes to the, the actual podcast and, and doing these interviews, uh, that's really the spotlight on the human. And in terms of looking at the amazing things the human is doing, but then you also have all the amazing things that are happening within the ecosystem inside the den, like what's actually going on inside the den. There's all these events and activities and, you know, a big part of this, especially with, with this first, uh, Twitter space, um, the, the, the weekly wolfish review, so to speak, is what we're calling it right now is to do that is to have a, have a place where people can go and get the updates on what's happening in the ecosystem, the people, the humans behind the community. That's why we're doing these spotlights. And, uh, and then also just have like some connection time where if anybody wants to, you know, come up and connect and contribute and share, you know, it's, it's a space for that as well. So, um, it's really cool to see, you know, people coming together, you know, Nick doc had his space earlier today. Um, John, you're all over the place, man. Every time I turn around, you're, you're, you're on, you're, you're, you're on some kind of interview. You're, you're, you're everywhere. So it's great. I just, I'm so thrilled just to spread just the collective, uh, community love that we all share for just our, just the ecosystem in general. Right. Uh, and our, and our individual projects. And it's like, you know, the more people that find out about it, the better, you know, they'll come when they come. But, um, I really, I was, I wanted to, uh, I'm muted just real quick. Cause I wanted to say, I really like the format. I really like the fact that, um, you're going to take, you know, the first 10 to 15 minutes and kind of go over the top line items because, uh, if a new person comes into your guys's ecosystem uh, within the den or the TGA or even even on ours or whoever or their partner projects, it could be a bit of a fire hose sometimes, and it's and it's daunting. And that is one of the one of the drawbacks that a lot of people um, uh, experience when they first come into this space. Like it's imagine imagine being a freshman in high school and going to a new high school, and you're walking through the door, and it's like, geez, what the hell is going on here? Right? Who do I talk to? Who's in charge? Who do I not talk to? Right? Like it can be hard, and so I like the way that you guys are kind of have it formatted where you just kind of like hey look here's the top line items over the last week and then showcasing a couple of uh projects that that that, that are like-minded and that people can go because um the one thing in this space that that is um that it lacks is <sighs> safety may not be the right word but um uh just comfort right being able to know you can go into a space and go and just not be just rugged or being taken advantage of uh and there's a lot of that out here um and it's because it's all a lot of it's gated by you know avatars and pfps and you know handles and you know people's whatever but it's like you know your guys' community, our, 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 your community's leadership, our community's leadership, everybody's doxxed. Everybody know who it is. There's a level of accountability that goes with that, which is incredibly important. Uh, and so, you know, keeping, keeping that out there and then making sure that there's a space for people to come to uh, as they are uh, is just is awesome. So, again, thanks, guys. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, John, especially the feedback on the uh, kind of the flow and, and the way that you see it. And and uh, I encourage anybody else that if they want to share any feedback and just on their experience, I mean, that's we're trying to work in, in, a, in a feedback loop. You know, you get feedback, you grow, you optimize and you make things better. But another thing, too, that a point that you made is uh, and this was something that really before because the wolf den for me was was really my on ramp into crypto and it was to John's point was that I was able to come into this space feeling like I was with people who actually 
had my best interest in mind. And it wasn't this, there was a lot of kind of shadiness going on. At least that was before I found Wolfden. There was a lot of shadiness going on. Anytime I had any interaction with crypto, it was, you know, somebody trying to, you know, pitch me in my DMs about how I could make tons of money in crypto, um, unsolicited, and it just turned me off. And, you know, if we can change, you know, the conversation around Web3 and how, you know, people can interact with this in a way that's more positive, and we know that there's actually people that are looking out for your best interest, it, it really makes a difference. And elevating the conversation, you know, when you have, when you're actually hearing somebody's voice and you're, you know, participating in dialogue with that person and there's some form of connection that is elevated beyond, you know, the text and the PFPs and the avatars that you see on, you know, Twitter post or Discord post, I think that makes a huge difference in really giving people that approachability to feel comfortable in the space that they're in with the project that you're running in the community that you're building. So um, I think that's a great point to, to, to acknowledge in terms of, you know, one of the issues in the space is it's kind of, it can be difficult sometimes, especially if you don't really know anybody and you're kind of coming in or you didn't have, you know, Dwayne was my, Dwayne's the one who introduced me to Wolfden back in December of last year. We were, you know, him and I have been connected for a couple of years now. We, we met each other, we met each other through the internet marketing space and podcasting. And one day he was like, Hey, um, really like diving into this Wolfden thing. You should check it out. And I was like, oh, cool. And then when I started listening to Nick's videos and, you know, getting a little bit more connected with the community, I was like, wow, this is not what I expected for crypto. I, I ran from crypto because I thought it was a sleazy, scam-filled environment with just bad actors. And I saw this, I'm like, huh, this is different. And here we are today. So, you know, look at, think about that as an entry point when, if you're, you know, somebody who's stepping up to be, I guess, I don't know if this is the right word, but like an ambassador for Web3 and helping people onboard, think about, you know, the, the level of, um, you know, approachability that you can create for them and kind of helping them on ramp and, and directing them into communities like Wolfden and, and what Tech Tree and Inventors are doing over there and TGA and now we got recovery punks like these are all projects that are built on purpose and um, and care for the human right it's and that's that really changes everything and, and and the technology is great it's you know we all understand the 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 advancement of the technology and what it can do but when you actually start to understand a human behind the community and the project I think that really changes the math for people so um, does anybody else have anything that they would like to share, contribute? Um, would love to hear you. I, so what you've been, been talking about, I've been thinking a lot about the adaptive dilemma. And for those that aren't familiar with that, it's something that Nick has talked about. Uh, basically there's two types of problems and solutions, adaptive and technical. And basically uh, an adaptive solution is one that requires behavior modification. A technical solution is one that doesn't. Right. So example is like if you step on a nail, then you just get you go get a tetanus shot. It's a technical solution. Right. And I'm thinking a lot about the point that he makes in uh, 
leaders provide adaptive solutions for adaptive problems. Authorities provide technical solutions for adaptive problems. And the, what I've noticed is these projects that are out here making the biggest difference, they may not be the ones yet that are like the most mainstream or everything, anything, but the ones that I've seen that are making the biggest difference in the world are ones that have leaders that are teaching people about the importance of, of modifying their behavior and becoming better humans in order to remove suffering from themselves and then remove suffering from the world. Um, but not in a way where we become a savior, right? Uh, so that's something just I've been, I've been thinking about a lot is personally, how have I been trying to apply technical solutions to adaptive problems? And because like, like, I've been in the internet marketing space as well, it's been way more on courses or different things than I care to add up. And that's because I was looking for a technical solution to an adaptive, adaptive problem. I was like trying to find, okay, what's the fastest way that I can, easiest way I can make some money rather than learning skills or going doing the, doing the reps, right? And again, I think what you guys are doing, what inventors from what I've seen um, and, and understand about inventors, the Wolfden, TBA, all that, it's, and recovery punks as well. It's all about leadership and helping people to modify their behavior to become better humans and actually make a difference in the world. Love it. That's uh, that adaptive dilemma is is so huge when it comes to the behavior modification. And, uh, and Nick talks about this a lot too in his education in terms of how the human is actually, the human behavior is typically the issue when it comes to finding solution. If, if, if you can modify the behavior and focus on that as the, as the, the I guess, methodology here, then uh, it tends to lead to really the outcomes that you, that you're looking for. Um, it looks like, Oh, looks like Dwayne got rugged. So I'm going to go ahead and bring Dwayne back up <laughs> to the stage. Of course, we can't have a Twitter space without somebody getting rugged, right? Dwayne, are you yes, with sir. us? Yeah, One back, case no. in point really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Tanner, go for it. Let's hear it. Um, <laughs> so I had a friend that I got into guard back when it was like a dollar fifty dollar seventy or something and i asked him before i told him about any of it he had asked asked me about it because i told him that a little bit um i was like okay what's your timeline right and he's just finishing up his residency for pediatric dentistry so he's gonna be making a good chunk of money he's like i just want something where i can just invest into it pretty consistently and not have to worry about it for like 20 years it's like cool this will be great for you so he put some money in and then why and then like checked it a week later and it had gone up to, you know, it like doubled his money or something in like a week or two. And he's like, holy crap. And started putting more money into it and then ended up watching every single day, getting that dopamine hit, watching the chart go up and up and up and up and up, which is obviously very much against what he said his timeline was. So then when everything happened and this bull market started, he ended up like a couple or a few thousand dollars, um, like a few thousand dollar loss. And then he was like, oh, crypto's a scam. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> 
<laughs> crypto is not a scam. You're playing the victim because you, your behavior was not matching. You know, your, your basically uh, espoused values did not match your values in action. Right? What you said you actually wanted and how you behaved, very, very, very different. Right. And so he sold out of everything at like a few thousand dollar loss and was like, oh, this is trash. And I don't know if he'll ever get back into crypto, but it was just very interesting. And I think a lot of us can be victim to that, too, is like, you know, where we get chasing that dopamine. And are we actually behaving in a way that gets us closer to what we want? And if not, let's let's examine that and figure out why. Hmm. That is, I, I, I think there's a lot of uh, similar case in points <laughs> going around, Tanner, uh, in terms of, um, you know, especially people who aren't uh, paying attention to what's being built. And the only thing they have to judge is the chart of, of a token and, they, and the dollar value of it. They and yeah, I mean, I, I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't watching the chart every day when it was, you know, so, flying so off the rails. I, oh, I me too. Trade. Me too. I day trade and I love it. And it's, but I've been, I've been trading uh, stocks, OTC stocks since the late nineties. And then I got into crypto five years ago. And so um, I actually teach people how to trade responsibly. Um, and believe it or not, I actually don't watch the charts. It's pretty surreal. Um, I, I need to use them to help me map out because I'm a technical analysis type trader, right? I use them to help me map out my plan that's that's predicated on my strategy. But once I once I map that plan out and I hit the go button, it's on autopilot. I don't ever really go back and look because it's, it's going to do what it's going to do or it's not. And because I use proper risk management techniques and I, I, I make sure that my losses don't really hurt, um, but my wins hit real big, um, I'm good. And so people, people kind of, they they get taken aback when I tell them that they're like, what do you mean you're not watching the charts? I'm like, I don't really care. Like I'm at my daughter's soccer game. So what do you, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) Like life is more important. Like you can't be a slave to it. Uh, But, but I have the technical ability to be able to master that part of the arena appropriately. And it took me a long time to do it though. Right. It didn't happen overnight, but uh, I definitely don't, don't watch the charts. It's kind of funny. Sounds like you have gotten to the point where you can very much see, okay, this has very limited downside, if not, if, if any, and huge upside and understand that, oh, if there's huge upside, I don't have to put a ton into it in order to take advantage of that. Yeah. I think that's I mean, where most yeah, people part, get wrecked, part it, right? Part of it is, is I know people like, it's funny, yep, um, yep. you know, when I, when I trade, it's all about human psychology. It's support resistance, which is all about supply and demand, not to get, not to derail the, the Twitter spaces and get too technical with people, but like all supply and demand is people. That is it. And people are, are somewhat predictable. Uh, people are greedy and people have fear. And so if you know that going into something um, and you have a strategy built to hedge against either of those two things, depending on how you trade the market per se, um, it simplifies things a lot. I don't use a lot of technical indicators. I don't do, I don't do anything fancy. I use support and resistance and other like cross market things that are going on, like, you know, the economy and et cetera, et cetera. But like, you, you know, but, but to your point um, about, um, 
about, I think it was what Tanner said about his friend, like he's sitting there watching the charts. It's because he was probably either over leveraged or he was using money that he probably shouldn't have done. And he was chasing that dopamine high and then, or the fear that, that was striking that, that equation at a certain point when something starts to go and do something in the alternate direction for which you wished it would go. But I always tell people hope is not a strategy and wishes are fishes. So uh, you need to be a bit more smarter, smart, smarter than that. Yeah. And, uh, John, so you, and you, you, you bring a lot of this education to, um, you know, for people who have inventors NFT, if you want to take a second and explain, cause I know you do a lot of teaching on trading and, and the methodologies that you teach inside inventors NFT, yeah. if you want to take a second to share on that. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we have our static content that's, that's, that's in our portal. It looks uh, very similar to what the guardian Academy has, uh, but it's different. You know, we, um, uh, and then we also, also do live master classes for our NFT holders, and I teach one every week. It's on it's on crypto trading and technical analysis. And I like to think that I kind of boil things down to the least common denominator. Uh, I think that when people look at charts, they can get completely overwhelmed by them. But I like to strip out all the white noise, literally. Um, and I, I I do think something as simple as I change the colors of my candles, I change it from red to green, which which emote which which um, draws out an emotional response uh, uh, one way or the other, and I change. The the colors i just do little tiny things and i teach people little uh, little ways to, to do things and more than anything i treat I, I i do it through repetition um anybody that's taken any of my classes will know that i start talking about the same things over and over and over again and there's a reason why i do that because once you can do and once you can see the charts that i that the way that i see them or and other successful traders see them it gets so much simpler it's 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 almost it's like i don't know how old people are but uh so i'm 47 i remember in the late 90s i was late 90s mid 90s going to the mall, walking up to that one window that had all these little weird pictures in it. And you would, people were just staring at him and then they'd stare at him for like 15 minutes. And all of a sudden they'd see like the cow jump over the moon inside that picture. Well, that's what technical analysis. And that's what like looking at the charts is, is like for some people. But once you get it, once you see it, you can't unsee it and it simplifies it a lot. So, but we do that. I do that once a week. Anybody that's a holder can do that. We're actually doing that um, uh, during the, the next couple of weeks. Well, um, well, think while well, they're doing the Gen Two, uh, I'm just opening it up for everybody. But the link gets posted inside the the, the, the server, and so um, we want to make sure we're not just blasting that out to the to the entire internet. But um, you know, anybody can come and take it. I'm doing more of a kind of a 101 type stuff over the next few weeks, just to kind of get people in. Last week was all about kind of the safety measures that I use. You know, little little pro tips. You know, uh, I, I use a burner phone. If I use trade on my phone, I don't. I use a different laptop than the one that I use for work. I don't cross pollinate. Uh, so I, I go, I'm going over like just little things that. To, kind of kind of keep people keep people safe awesome yeah that's great i, I appreciate you sharing that it's, it's uh you never know where these conversations to go so i was uh when i when i saw that we were kind of heading to the trading side of things i knew that i you know it made sense to kind of give you the mic for a second and, and um bring that to the table so uh, anyway, we're, we are getting now to the end. <laughs> My kids just got home from school. So hopefully the background noise doesn't get too crazy here, but, um, <clears throat> I appreciate everybody for showing up and being here on the space. This is awesome. Uh, we will be taking this, uh, recording and repurposing it to the podcast. So you will have the replay there. No need to go and hunt through Twitter for the replay. Once this is out for people to see and hear and, um, Dwayne, if you got any last minute thoughts or anybody else that you want to share, I'll go ahead and mute myself and give you the stage for a second. 
Nope, that's all good. My uh, kids have been homesick all day, so uh, I understand the need and the urge to go deal with them. So uh, it's been awesome, you guys. Thank you for our guests. And yeah, look forward to seeing everybody next Friday. Awesome. Yeah, next Friday, we're going to start doing these Fridays. Again, reminder, Fridays, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that'll be a recurring thing. So just something if you just want to pencil that into your calendar. Um, speaking of calendars, uh, we are looking at publishing kind of a uh, den events calendar that just has spaces and all the anywhere, any way you can plug yourself into this uh, to this whole ecosystem. Of, of different events and spaces where you can get tied in with the people and, and get educated. So uh, keep a lookout for that as well. And with that said, uh, we will go ahead and end it. And I appreciate you all being here. Thank you, uh, Venters NFT. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Tanner with NFT Merch for being here and sharing the spotlight and telling us about all the great things you do. And with that said, we'll wrap it up and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.